Genre. To the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we review and reanimate the Zom Rom Com Shaun of the Dead one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. And joining us today, we have from the Fifth Element, John Robert Wilson and Crystal Beth. Welcome. Yay! Yay! <laughs> I get so excited when it's me and John. Yeah. We don't do a lot together when we do, it's fun. Yeah. It's the fun. only time he looks at me in the eyes. That's the only excuse. It's <laughs> all I give her. You know, you give a mouse a cookie, right? Yeah. I read that book. Yeah. do another podcast. <laughs> yeah. Well, today we are taking a bite out of Minute 71, which begins with Liz commenting that there's never anything good on, is there? Uh, and then ends with the zombies uh, closing in around the Winchester. Um, oh. It's scary. Uh, <clears throat> Things escalate. You know, it's uh, it's an example of uh, what Liz is doing. You know, it's a, it's a fine example of gallows humor. And I, I, it reminded me though that like when I when my brain said gallows, I'm sorry, when my brain said gallows humor, mm-hmm. I, some I read something in a like a book or a magazine that was like, you know, that only that phrase only works if you're the one in the gallows, like like Liz is. <laughs> Liz Liz yeah. is about to be eaten by zombie. If someone if someone said like look in the audience is like oh looks like there's nothing good on then that person's an asshole so the next time you're at a party Ooh. and some 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 dickamaroon is like being like <laughs> the the anthony jeselnik offensive funny guy and it's like it's just gallows humor you can be like no you're you're an asshole throwing unless, watermelons at the you're guy not getting, about to die yeah, yeah unless die. or or are you or are you yeah you never know <laughs> But he I, could I, be, I, and then he's like, "Ah, jokes on you! I'm about to die." <laughs> so feel real bad. So long story short, take the funny gay down at a party, down a peg. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Take, got it. Yeah, yeah. got it. Uh, no, no, this not. also this also to, applies to the guy in the kitchen describing the heat death of the universe. <laughs> Great. Yes. Mm. Then you and you're not say, you're like, not taking them down a peg. You're just informing like, hey, them man, of what they need to know. We've all seen a ghost story. Congratulations, man. <laughs> Entropy's a thing, bro. Okay. Man, doesn't nothing matter. I do, I could just drop. I can be a dick to any waitress I want, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, nope, no transition. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's go. Let's so they're so, at a bar. Waitresses. It's are a good there. Liz line. It's just a solid Liz moment. Yeah. Right? No, it is. It is. But but what I do like about what immediately follows is that we are. I I so I I watched this watching this minute and taking the notes. I was sort of like waffling between like, is this growth for Sean, or is this just proof of Sean not growing? Because there's this moment <laughs> where Sean is sort of it, it seems like he's mulling over the pros and cons of telling the truth, and then yeah. decides, no, I better just tell. I better just fess up. Uh, the zombies followed me here. 
Um, it's it's, yeah. it's great. We we brought it up earlier, but like a good actors, like a sign of a good actor is when it sound it looks like the person is coming up with what he's saying as he's saying it because that like that's how people work. And Simon Pegg is so good at that. Yes. Yeah. Oh yeah. That's actually something that I have in my notes where oh, especially this part of this minute. You're like, I was like, Mike, he's such a good actor. He's so good at emoting and making me feel the emotions he's feeling, but not with a heavy hand. Mm-hmm. It's still funny, but it is completely yeah. accurate. And it's the way he reacts is how I feel like I would react, where it's not like, oh man, well, this is what we have to do to save the day. It's like things may maybe might fall into place mm-hmm. or they won't. And I feel like that's where he is right now, yeah. where... <laughs> It's interesting what you said, Scott, about trying to figure out if it shapes him as a character, like a if it makes his art go in the form of a hero, or if it's just like, oh, there's Sean, not good at anything. <laughs> right. Well, because I, uh, we've all been in that situation where we did something and it it ended up being bad. And yeah. we're like, why well, am going to look like such a jackass when everyone finds out about this thing I did? Yep. Let let me think. Is there a way for me to hide the fact that I did this? <laughs> you know, I mean, that's like that's like every sitcom we've ever seen. You know, that's like sure, yeah. that's what the that's usually what the situation is. Is like mm-hmm. if if the two if the characters would just tell the truth from the beginning, there'd be no episode of any sitcom ever. Um, it's uh, always it's you know where we got to hide this, and so there's a little growth there that he's at least not like immediately going to the lying place um but it's still he he's still needing to take the moment to weigh his pros and cons because he knows this is really bad yeah <laughs> yeah see, you know I, oh no keep going please oh i was just gonna say that i i see it at more like does he want to tell people and make them more afraid or hide it to you know keep them feeling safe for a little bit longer. That's all right. That's how I would feel anyway. I'd be like, mm-hmm. Oh my God, do I tell them? I mean, the right thing is to tell them that yeah. the things that are going to eat them are right outside the door. But at mm. the same time, it's like, oh, how long mm-hmm. do you wait? And uh, I don't yeah. want zombies. <laughs> the, the, uh, the lying place, a children's book by Scott Corelli. <laughs> he's just the the word I keep coming back to in my head in this minute especially is Sean's just so vulnerable and yeah. I think that's I think that's kind of raw the, he, yeah and like his face is so expressive and empathetic and it, it really is easy to like I mean his whole project. outfit makes him look like raw meat right now mm-hmm. yeah yeah he's just bare and yeah. I, I think that's kind of the secret sauce to people relating to characters whether it's like kylo ren or sean or like any you know just like oh this dude is just putting himself out there or herself out there mm-hmm. and we don't know if they're going to be okay like yeah that's one of our favorite things about sean is he'll just jump into a brick wall if right. he thinks it'll get the job done <laughs> right yeah I also uh, I also appreciate I, I don't think i've ever realized that liz has a catchphrase which is but I thought you said, <laughs> which, oh my God. which is, yeah. which is something that this is the third time she said that in the film, um, mm-hmm. which is, you know, the first time was like, but I thought she said it was all okay in reference to, uh, the restaurant. Yeah. The restaurant booking the table at the, at the place that does all the fish. And then later when she says, but I thought you said this wasn't about you and me. 
And now, but I thought you said you gave him the slip. Oh, what, what does, what does she call Sean back at her apartment? Uh, Flash. Flash. I, that's so cool. I just, I don't know. She Uh, says a good turn of phrases, this character. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I love that Barbara does not stand up. Yeah. For for any of this. (laughs) She is staying seated. Honestly, that's the safest place. Yeah, Just like kind of below eye level. If you yeah. sit still enough, maybe they can't see you. Well, yeah. she's also probably getting a little woozy at this point. Um, right. 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 Uh, so much blood. Spoiler. Oh, no, that's not a spoiler now. Oh, yes, it's, it is. Yes, it is. I would yeah. be deeply, A, if anyone started listening to the show without having seen the movie. I know, I know. B, I know. getting this far. I mean, no, if, if anyone had that experience, please email us about it. We've been, my, that's never happened. We've, we've been talking about Barbara slowly bleeding out for weeks now. So <laughs> It's like a running <laughs> joke at this point. Yeah. I just like saying spoilers, mostly because <laughs> I know fun. that everyone's seen the movie and mm. has been listening to the podcast. Like, no one's going into the, actually, except for Mystic Pizza guys. They didn't see the movie they're doing. They don't know what's going on. But spoiler <laughs> alert, she was bit. Yeah. She's got a reason to sit, y'all. <laughs> I uh, I do have questions about this thing because I, I I guess I just always assumed it was some sort of game that mm-hmm. Ed was playing. I didn't realize it was like a slot machine. It's the Dracula oh, yeah. machine. Yeah. It's like Dracula sluts. Yeah. Is that is that like a normal thing to have in a if pub? I if it is, man, British pubs are cool as heck. Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. most most dive bars in Rhode Island and some in New York, but all of them in Rhode Island have Kino. Yeah. Which is oh, yeah. gambling. Oh, so they yeah. Kino things Maybe what is that? Uh, explain can you explain that? Cuz I'm not I'm unfamiliar. What is that? So, Kino is a uh, oh, it's a lottery game that is on a television. And a ball drops from the top of the screen into a digital layout of a bunch of different numbers. Isn't and it kind of like bingo? It's kind of like bingo, except it's just... It's like run a, by a casino. It's like Powerball, yeah. except it's on a screen and it runs on repeat at the bar. Yeah. And I would have regulars at my bar when I was working at Rhode Island. They'd just buy a bunch of Kino sheets and then every time they'd win, they'd get money for the Kino. So it is gambling at a restaurant, but there are none. I have never seen a Kino machine in New York. Yeah. Mm. Or not machine, a Kino TV. And sometimes, too, there's also like a spot the difference machine, like arcade machine. And you can do like spot the difference between like cars and stuff or scantily clad ladies. Yeah. And when it's that, I like to call it titty picking. Titty picking. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) We actually have a listener to Unlimited Lives Radio who is the number one champion of titty picking. Titty picking, yeah. Oh, my God. Shout out to Dennis Just. Yeah, Dennis Just. (laughs) Killing it at titty picking. (laughs) Uh, I I just, I I find the, this concept of a a slot machine uh, in a pub interesting. Because, like, who, who fills it with the coins? Or does it just only do a jackpot after it's it's taken in so many coins i think you can program it to to, you can you can adjust those variables yeah or it's just like any like a slot machine that you would find at a just a regular regular old casino i used to go uh every year we my family would go skiing in vermont and in this house we stayed at there was a slot machine and i must have put like 
God, like $30 worth of quarters in there the whole, like the few times I had been there every year. And then my older sister, the first time she put a quarter in, she got the jackpot. Oh, man. And all of the quarters mm. that I knew I had put in there all <laughs> yeah. came out to her. And I was like, <gasps> I saw something today. Have you guys ever gone to like a Chuck E. Cheese type of place and played the Cyclone, which is more or less a. Yes. A ring of a ring of lights where you have to oh, yeah. press the button oh, yeah. right as it is on that thing, yeah. but you get missed by like one or you get yeah. one or over. Well, I saw it it's it's supposedly a game of skill to test your reflexes, but it's not. Actually, I saw there's an old instruction booklet from the 70s for a cyclone where the owner of it can adjust how many plays pays out. So it was every like 30 30 plays, uh it'll pay out. This guy even invented a robot to to try to precisely hit the button when the light uh, was over the correct bulb, but it could never get it. Only <gasps> one in 30 times. So it's, it's, it's not a game of skill at all. It's a game of more or less. It's like the Destiny 2 loot system where you just roll dice to get things. Wow. Ah. <laughs> wow. Oh. Wow. That just, that, that really just unraveled my entire childhood. I'll be honest. Yeah. Right. Um, but, so you know what this Dracula machine looks like, though? Mm. It looks like a it looks like a pachinko machine, like one of those upright Japanese pinball machines. Mm-hmm. Oh, but what yeah. is it? Is is it a slot machine though? I can't really get a really good because well, the listeners cause he, he wins something and like a bunch of coins come out. Right. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And I bet that the the manual was like, do you want to configure this to only hitting a jack jackpot during a zombie apocalypse? Cool. Yes. <laughs> Done. Or. Or maybe it was like an Ocean's 13 situation where someone knowingly had the winning hand, but then it was like, someone's going to turn this machine on or just play the first game and win a bunch of coins. <laughs> I want like somebody to do that for one. me. That's one thing. I'm digressing off of this amazing movie, but I do not like that there's not coin machines anymore at casinos. It's all tickets. There was nothing more satisfying cards. than hearing the sound of a coin or like pulling the lever. Yeah. But now you just press a button. And then I'm like, well, now it's definitely rigged. <laughs> it's a computer. Yeah. They uh that was one of the cool parts about to me that there were some there were some cool barcades in Chicago. I'm sure there's some in LA, but I haven't I haven't been to them. But uh and they had like old school pinball machines. And yeah. I, I found myself gravitating towards pinball more than like any of the like arcade like video games. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Pinball stresses me out. Oh, I, I love just, pinball. Like, yeah, I just like how like physical and like yeah, yeah everything moves so like it, it's, like it's, a it's way more satisfying, I think, um, mm-hmm. in a way. Yeah. Uh, but man, when the ball goes up right in the middle of the board and then goes right between your paddles, oh yeah, oh, yeah. You, you can't do anything about it. Yeah, but it's just physics. Yeah, yeah, physics laughing at you. Old Father <laughs> Physics laughing at me again. <laughs> <laughs> I always win. <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, I, I, I just, I don't understand. I mean, I know he's bored, but like, oh, come Ed, on, yeah, this come is, on, Ed. this is, come uh, on, buddy. Uh, I, I remember being watching this movie for the first time and thinking, like, okay. Like, no one's that stupid. Yeah. Uh, You're in the mid- You gotta be quiet. Like, they know they have to be quiet. I understand it's a plot device, and they can't just hide out in there with no zombies. Right. I yes. get it. Yeah. But sure. I get so mad every time. And then when Ed, like, shrugs his arms and, like, throws her off or, like, all frustrated, I'm like, no, no. 
You mm-hmm. are acting like a child. You're going to be treated like a child. Stop it. Yeah, it's one of the only times that Ed's behavior strains the 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 credibility, I'll say. Just for me. I don't know. It's the only time where I'm like, oh, they needed him to do that. It's the one set up and payoff in the movie where it's like it's set up because you see him playing it at the beginning. But it doesn't – it's like a payoff in that like, oh, yeah, we saw that he likes playing this game. Like, But that's not <laughs> – I yeah. don't know. It's not the most satisfying of setup and payoffs. How I would have done that, because mm. I am just as good at writing things as Edgar Wright, um, <laughs> is maybe have him just like toying at the machine and then the machine looks off and then he happens to press a button and then the coins come out and he's like, and he's like, oh no, as opposed to I just started that. Yeah. So you see that he's in the world with everyone else where he's scared too. Right. And you hear it and he they can still do every single other part, like Ed, no, everything. But he'll be like, oh! but then again, that also he's not he also doesn't get shocked by things either. Right. Or he gets shocked, but like he's not a he doesn't care. Yeah. But I just I just would like think that, he's selfish enough to care about his life. Right. Liz, I just like that Liz is literally like body tackling him away and he's like yeah. fighting her off. It's kind of courageous on Liz's part that she just no, like wraps her arms around this gorilla. I yeah. Mean, you know, not to or orangutan, I should say. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, get a, it right. He's a gorilla. Yeah. I mean, I know he does the orangutan impression, but that doesn't make him an orangutan. Yeah. He's a gorilla. Yeah. He's a gorilla doing an impression of an orangutan. <laughs> yes. Oh, um, my you gosh. Get a, and then you get, we, you know, bringing it up, talking about uh, comic books, but you get a good, like, what would definitely be a full two-page spread of all the characters slowly, like, realizing uh-huh. how dire their situation is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, uh, that's not good. I, I've always wanted a, like, Shaun of the Dead, I don't know, screensaver or something that is just sort of like an, op- an opaque white, and then, like, the zombies, like, walk up to it and, like, bang on it, oh, you know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. And there's something Scary. very satisfying about that visual. I just, I really like that as they're looking around and you just sort of see these, like, silhouettes of the zombies. Um, I like, like, it's very ominous when they all come up. And it's, mm-hmm. perf- it's, like, perfectly backlit, too, where it's just like, oh, no, they're here. Mm-hmm. You're dead. So quickly, I uh, went down a quick hole and uh, found out that these types of slot machines slash gambling machines are called fruit machines. And I just was going by my favorite site, the UK Fruit Machine Index. (laughs) And this specific game is called Ooh Ah Dracula. And I'm not going to go into all the details, but it says it's basically a trail game, which I think it's like one of those things where you have like a snake thing marching around you and you have to to add things to it or delete things from it. Oh. And uh, a quick description just says, when you reach four on the number trail, there is a bonus, and you start the feature at number nine. Then the trail does go up to 12. Position 10 gives you a bonus. Position 11 gives you extra money. And position 12 gives you an extra life. So That sounds complicated. Um, no, thanks. Yeah. I'll post uh, this I'll uh, on your uh, Facebook, uh, a link to this, with all the bonuses and features of this game. Okay. Huh. Yeah. Appreciate it. That's, I go to bars to drink. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. Well, see, we don't we don't need these games anymore because we can just play these games on our phones. On our uh, phones, Candy that's Crush, right, baby. Actually, yeah. I've never played that, but 
I heard. Um, one of my favorite things from this minute is when the machine goes off and it's super loud and everyone's like, oh, no. Mm-hmm. Are we allowed to swear? You yes. Guys have, you guys swear. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, what yeah. the fuck? When it? I was listening, I was like, I was on my way to work and I was listening to you guys and I was like, oh, we get to swear on this podcast because it's, <laughs> I don't get to swear enough. But uh, when the, everyone's like, oh, fuck the game. And then Diane shuts the TV off and it's not, uh, the TV's not even making barely a sound, but she's I like, ah! and she just shuts it off. And it's so cute because it it's is. so helpful, but like <laughs> way too late. That's Diane in a T. That's all we've talked yeah. about. Is that she's, she's perfect? Oh, she just wants to be helpful, but she's not. She's not yeah. super great at anything, which is why the zombie acting class is is such a like a hero moment for her. Oh, uh, that is one of my favorite parts of this movie. Uh huh. <laughs> just like when you're giving someone, and not enough movies do that because you have the side characters that are always like a little quirky, a little weird, but they don't get that one defining moment. Or often they don't get the one defining moment that makes them the hero where she's like, this is something I'm good at. Here, what's your motivation? How do you feel about this? And it's like, <laughs> oh, that part's so good. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's great. Um, all right. Well, uh, why don't you guys tell people where they can find you, uh, all the podcast things that you guys do? Well, uh, as you mentioned at the top of the show, me and Crystal finished a uh, Movies by Minute podcast called The Fifth Element. Check it out, thefifthelement.com. Crystal's voice is great in it. She's giving me a thumbs up right now as, I, as I say that. And uh, <laughs> me and Crystal also do a podcast with some friends about video games called Unlimited Lives. It's over at thelastpodcastnetwork.com. Also on iTunes. And, and uh, you can follow John on, on Twitter, Twitter at, at John Robert, Robert Wilson. This wasn't enough room for the N. And twitch.tv slash John Robert Wilson. And you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at the Crystal Beth. And I unfortunately do everything John does because I don't have my own self anymore. We have merged lives. (laughs) Uh, All right. Well, uh, we will be back tomorrow. Uh, But in the meantime, let's have a nice cold pint and wait for all of this to blow over. Such a good time, I'm having a ball. Don't stop me now. If you wanna have a good time, just give